0: You know who I like to chill with once in a while is somebody who uh, walked into my office a couple of years ago and I met her for the first time she was introduced to me by our uh, mutual friend Anita Rufus, who you hear here of course every day and, and on the weekends as well and she is one of those people who the minute I saw her and the minute she opened her mouth I knew we're going to be friends forever and she's just such a an incredible human being. I, I uh, love the fact that she's an actress and has that creative talent. She's an entrepreneur. She's a motivator. She really lives the whole positive attitude lifestyle. Uh, she tries to live very healthy in other ways. She once tricked me into eating chocolate pudding that was made. Oh my God, what is that little... Speck of green in there. Uh, she made it out of something I never eat, which is avocados. So good on on you, Kate Zena. It's a pleasure to have you back. But the big thing I wanted to talk about today, and have been thinking about a lot over these last several months while we've been in this pandemic, you are also a animal uh, rescue advocate, and in, in a very big way, and have helped to place a lot of lovely four-legged friends with with homes that uh, could really help them and I'm sure where they help in those homes as well so I wanted to check in with you and see what the reality is right now in in that pet rescue movement and are there a lot of people who've been walking away from their responsibilities to their four-legged family members or uh, is it the other way around that that a lot of people have been looking to bring these beautiful beasts into our lives, and and to uh, have them there as the support that they really can can be in someone's life.
1: Well, those are those are big questions, it's, and such a lovely introduction, John. I feel the same about you. I feel like you're. I, I call you brother John. Yes, brother McMullen around <laughs> around these parts because you sure are so similar. You just, It's the way you were describing me, maybe not in the uh, avocado chocolate pudding eating arena, but uh, in in the motivation encourager arena, I just discovered that I'm an ENFJ, and I wouldn't be surprised if you were similar to that. That's a, in the Myers-Briggs personality type, so if anyone thinks, gosh, I wish I could be like her – no, you're like you, and everyone has their own way of being. And I happen to be born and semi-extroverted teacher type who wants to do good, and so I just, I just do right by what I'm supposed to be. I think not everybody has this calling. So. And
0: you do do good.
1: <laughs> I, well, this. This I have to say, this year has been a pretty pretty good year in terms of dogs. Last year there were seven dogs that I rehomed. I just rehomed a great big black lab who was. So speaking of your, uh, to answer your question, there I don't notice a difference in terms of an influx in dogs. I think technically there could be, but there's just a different. There's a different looking situation now because there are a lot of people who are looking for a rescue dog because they're staying there at home all the time and they want the company. And then there are a lot of people who have to give up their dogs. And I think that that's going to happen more and more as, as evictions increase and people's financial challenges increase. Uh, My focus has always been on dog care and educating people around how to properly and responsibly care for a dog, because the more I can do that, the the less my work is. It seems that I've, I just do a lot of work when it comes to rehoming a dog who's in a home and they can't care for it anymore. And and often they shouldn't, they weren't in a position to care for the dog to begin with. Um, That's not always the case. In, In one case, many cases, the owner passes away, but if that's, What's going on? I encourage people to not take the dog to a shelter and all of all of that. I, I there's just a, there's a lot of information out there that people don't have. So I've I've tried to set myself up as a support system for people looking to do better by dogs, if that's possible, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and recently we were in a situation where I was uh, trying to help you in just such a way, and. You know, I I couldn't take a a pup in here, uh, but I was trying to connect you with some other people who might have been able to help. Can you maybe walk me and the rest of the audience through, as you talk about what you're doing to make sure that it's the right fit and all that, what you do in the course from start to finish when you know about or somebody reaches out to you because there is a dog that needs a rescue home?
1: Uh, great question. I, right now, for instance, I've got a Chihuahua who's top of my list. And that in this case, just like in the last case, last month in July, I had, I was rescuing, we helping a dog named Rufus. Rufus's owner had passed away and he was left stuck in the house for five days. And there was a whole big brouhaha on Facebook. Half the people saying you can't take him. Half the people saying you have to take him everyone's saying it's illegal to do that all of this stuff because the owner passed away and there was no next of kin so the the the, the, who the custodian was going to be for the dog was all up in the air so that's a whole conversation unto itself and I encourage everyone to have a backup person listed on their microchip registered with the dog and if you don't have a microchip Get a microchip in your dog. If you don't know how to do that, you reach, you find me. I'm very accessible. Just dig around for Kate Zena. You can find me on Instagram. You can go to my website zena.life.com and message me there. But that is one big thing that would really help a lot if you have a second person because you want to keep them out of the shelter. Which leads to the answer to your question: when there's a dogs are in the shelter we don't have any backup background information from them so this particular black lab mix he was a pit bull mix i think uh, mostly black lab though he was a big brute and in the shelter a great big black dog like that in my opinion the chances of him being adopted by a good responsible family are very low because the the possible the possibility for major problems with a dog that big and the whole fighting dog, you don't know what is, what's going to set him off. Only a person in my mind who's willing to take on that risk will take him, pull him straight from the shelter. So that's not a hundred percent truth, but that's pretty, I just didn't want to take that chance because I didn't want this dog to be euthanized. So I encourage people to find out as much as they can about a dog before they They adopt, which then leads me to trying to get involved with people before it's too late and they have to put a dog in a shelter. So if you're someone who is thinking of that, you're that's too much to handle, but maybe you're feeling ashamed that the dog is too much to handle and you don't know what to do instead of forget the shame. Think about the dog. And reach out to rescue groups or people like me and get us to start, have you be that foster person while they search for the right home. So I'm a big proponent of taking a dog, learning about the dog and placing that dog in a home that suits the dog. Not helping a person say, find a Shih Tzu, a white fluffy Shih Tzu because that's the kind of dog they like. I learn about the person and I say, no, your lifestyle isn't a good fit for this particular Dog. I don't care how cute it is. So it's important to find out and be realistic about what your day-to-day lifestyle is. What you, what is your routine, and what is your routine going to be after COVID? And you get back to it. And are you being selfish right now, saying I want a dog? And when COVID comes out of it, you're you're not going to have a plan. Do you have money put aside for a daily dog walker, dog visit so that your dog's not left at home for 8 or 9 hours or 10 hours or 13 hours alone inside or outside? Um so I look at all of those all of those things and which is why I encourage people to go to rescue groups who have taken the time to get to know the dogs and a dog may cost more from a rescue group than it does from a shelter, but they're taking out the Mystery behind the dog's right. character and behavior—that's a big, important thing. So,
0: are, are there classes or something that people who maybe would like to help in in terms of being a foster uh, home for dogs between the transition of going from one family or home to their permanent new home—that uh, they should go through so that they are prepared to handle any number of different uh, you know species and and such or, or traits uh, in a dog
1: um that's a good question I think in terms of fostering if you're an inexperienced dog owner and an or, and or inexperienced foster person for dogs you could reach out to somewhere like the palm Springs animal shelter they are fabulous there and ask them for some direction along those lines I know that I'm always looking for foster homes, but I'm very particular that a foster home is a very experienced dog owning home. And unless someone has put in the time to self-educate by watching video after video after video on YouTube, perhaps about dog care, what to do, what not to do, they would need to talk to someone like me, for instance, or take that time to do things because I take for granted what you really need to do. You can always find the answer to a question on Google, but I find that most people are, I don't want to be mean and say lazy, but a lot of people seem too not interested in taking that time to educate themselves prior to jumping into doing something, which is why I see so many postings for um, lost dogs. And it says, I just, I'm fostering this dog and he ran away he doesn't. He didn't have a collar on. Didn't have a tag on. Or I just found this dog and he ran away. And I I find it troubling that many rescue groups don't don't really go over and over and over with the new with their adoption people or foster people. What is going on in the mind of a dog? And if you can put yourself in the mind of a dog who comes into a new foster home, they're totally freaked out. The first two weeks are not normal. So you have to be prepared for your life to be turned upside down and inside out for those two weeks and that all of your attention and your focus is going toward the dog. You're not bringing that dog in as a piece of furniture or companionship. So there's a lot of focus that has to go in on it. And I can sense that from people when they reach out to me looking for a dog or they want to adopt. Um, I'm pretty adamant about people being serious dog owners, just like social workers are looking for serious People parents for their foster kids.
0: It can be just as
1: important. <laughs> well, it is, because otherwise I'm spending all my time trying to find an owner of a dog that's lost, and the owner just doesn't feel like putting on a collar and ID tag on the dog, nor do they want to put a microchip in the dog. And the law states that I have to wait 30 days and put all these posters up um, and try to find the owner. And how's the dog in the meantime? It's a whole big thing. It's not easy.
0: We are hanging out today with one of my favorite peeps. That is Kate Zena. She's in the house with us. Kate, you gave a website address a few minutes ago. Do you want to give us that again? Oh, yeah.
1: So it's at ZenaLife, Z-E-N-N-A-L-I-F-E, the life of me, ZenaLife.com. That's where I'm posting various dogs who are needing a new home and just FYI to everyone. I I do lovingly and happily accept donations, but what I do, I don't do what I do for money. And I, I, when I rehome a dog, if I've spent a hundred dollars getting them spayed or neutered, I just pass that direct cost off to the person. I know that a lot of people say, make sure that you rehome a dog and you make sure that they pay money, but I choose my people so carefully that it's, I don't need them to be spending extra money to put us through college or anything so i just uh, any of the dogs that i have there sometimes there's no charge because it's just literally going from one home that needs to rehome the dog and i don't even i don't even have the dog pass through as a foster so if you're interested in a dog please email me there's there's always people who are just so heartbroken to have to give up a great dog and i'd love to learn about you and and hopefully match you with a new rufus like rufus got a great home here in palm springs He's just living the life. So he went from Desert Hot Springs as an orphan, abandoned and his and his mom had passed away and now he's got a brand new family and a sibling black lab doggy girl and it's just great. So That's awesome. It just takes time. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he really hit it out of the out of the park. I'm going to post a picture of him at the beach. He went he got taken to the beach by his new family. Great.
0: Hey, you um said that you're currently working with trying to place a uh, chihuahua uh wh- what's the name
1: chihuahua his name is bj and i forget right now what the heck that is short for he is a dog who is uh his mom died and the son and daughter who are um not able to care for him in the way that he was used to with having lots of attention he's the sweetest sweetest goofy looking goofiest looking little chihuahua He's about seven pounds they said he's house trained. He's quiet. He's crate trained, and he's just used to sleeping under the covers with his mom, and very snuggly and sweet. And so, if wonderful. you're looking, if, old.
0: if you're looking for a Chihuahua, this is a perfect time to reach out and, <laughs> and uh, make yourself known to Kate, right?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. You can find you can connect with me at zenalife.com. dot com. There's links to email me there you can so I won't bother just look or look up Kate Zena find me on Instagram under Kate Zena and message me there or find me at zenalife.com and we'll we'll help you and if you're if you need to get if you need to rehome your dog let's talk and let's 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 start this process because it's it can take some time for me to find just the right type of person um And it's important to do that. So don't leave it until the last minute. If you suspect that in six months, you're going to be moving. Let's start it now. It doesn't mean that they have to be removed from you right now, but we can sure identify that new home
0: right now. Let me ask you this. How many dogs do you think in the course of your life you have fostered and and helped to get to their new owner?
1: I've done that count. It's, a little it's close to 36 I think myself which is staggering I don't I don't know how I've done that because I do it by myself one by one um including I went to Katrina so it's a lot yeah
0: it's got to be kind of hard too because you you invest in that life those lives of those dogs and and I I can't imagine that you don't uh have some heartstring attachment that it can be hardened (laughs) in of itself when it's time to pass them on to their new family i i watch some of those videos on on youtube and dodo and things like that on facebook and i love these stories but i i always see a tear with the person who's been the foster or helping to be the agent getting the the dog to their new to their new human and it's 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 sad sometimes
1: Oh, it's sometimes it's it's incredibly difficult. We we fostered for six months a dog that we were hoping she would she could stay. I she we she wasn't here as a it wasn't like a trial and oh we don't like you and we're going to rehome you. We were we had adopted to place her, but then fell in love with her, and then turned out she's she didn't want to be around other dogs. A uh, very Scary situation that happened here, and it took us forever to find just the right home. And when she left, oh my gosh, my husband and I we bawled like babies to say when we said goodbye. But as the uh, what I learned was those adopters, that the couple who adopted Bella, they taught me they were really beautiful, wonderful people, big, just gentle, loving, deep souls. And they said, but Bella has expanded your love circle. Bella has brought us together and that changed what i how i look at fostering and moving a dog forward i just have to focus on the positive and the love surrounding that and although i was sad to see rufus go he had a first time house that didn't work out after being he was with us for 2 weeks and we found a home and it wasn't a fit so when i drove back into la to pick him up i was very happy but when i dropped him off at that home i was very sad
0: I, I mean, bet. I cried
1: all the way back from L.A. I, but it's to to remember that it's an expansion of love, and maybe these dogs are there to expand your friend base or something.
0: Well, you do have a couple of your long-term pups there, and one of them is my favorite, uh, Pogo, of course. Oh, yeah. So I want you to give Pogo some, some big John Lovins for me today. We've only got a, a, about a minute and a half left here, Kate, but uh, I just wanted to ask, because you are also a great performer, uh, do you have anything out? right now that people can go check out any new projects
1: uh well i am in that tv show very quickly if you blink you'll miss me and i was a wonderful role there are no small roles as they say it's that netflix show called hollywood i'm i'm very quickly in episode seven and it's quick 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 and that's what was a wonderful thing i play it that woman. Woman at 19 it was a fantastic like very great but on youtube if you guys want to if anyone is interested in watching a really cool show that we've produced it's called the we love acting show because we love acting and a whole bunch of my actor friends we we just we've created the show and we do acting a certain kind of acting exercises and work on some scenes, and these are really well known actors, really talented. And it's we're just we're just releasing these different episodes. They're, it's up it's up there now on YouTube. The We Love Acting Show. So if you're interested in acting or what us crazy actors really do to stay in shape, this is the it's a really really cool thing that's never really
0: been exposed before that's awesome well we'll look forward to checking that out as well and i hope that you'll uh, come back on a somewhat regular basis check in with us always share uh what you're or who you're trying to help uh in terms of the fostering and and getting new homes for for some lovely animals that uh, can really make a difference in somebody's life uh as you do in ours so thank you again for being here Kate Zena.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you. This is so much fun, John. And congrats on all this, on the, the, the new, re- the relaunch. It's fabulous, the rebirth.